Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Outlook by Brooke. We don't really have um, very much going on at the moment. I was thinking this weekend it's honestly been a little too quiet, meaning I think something quite explosive will happen soon. Um, It's always kind of a scary middle ground when it's this quiet because... In my head, the way that I process things, I wonder, um, did the battle between Deep State and White Hats currently get so deep that they're more focused on that than the media? Um, Or is it that they're giving us a break to breathe before the next big puzzle piece? Either way, it... um, It's usually very monumental when they're this quiet for this many days. And I do have a little bit of intel to share with you guys. But um, I have a feeling that this week and next week will be quite chaotic. um, Like a good strong buildup. Kind of like we saw with um, Ukraine and Russia. I believe that they give us a few weeks um, of time when things start getting serious for people that want to get out to get out. Because if I'm, and correct me if I'm wrong, it was three weeks-ish from the time that they started speaking of war between Russia and Ukraine to the time that they actually pursued war from Russia into Ukraine. And um, this is, it feels like a mirror image to me in some ways, but we'll get to that in a second because obviously I'm talking about China uh, and Taiwan. But I have a, just a few little quick things I would like to cover real quick. Now, we have heard for so long, and I know I've said this so many times, we're going to have a, a nuclear standoff, a, a Cuban Missile Crisis type situation. And um, we could see about 1% of that for a while. And uh, now I feel like we're at like 10, 20% of that because we just had a couple weeks ago a whole thing that went off in New York City. They were talking about what to do during a nuclear explosion. Well, now we have... The United Nations chief, Antonio Guterres, I don't know, I'm probably butchering that. Anyways, he says humanity is, quote unquote, one miscalculation away from nuclear annihilation. So that being a UN person, they obviously have influence over all European countries and, um, So, it's not just the U.S. at this point in time that has had a um, public happening of potential nuclear 
You know what I mean? Like a potential nuclear event. Because for the U.S., we had, um, we had New York. That news travels fast. Pun intended in a New York minute, right? And uh, now we're seeing the U.N., and that affecting the European countries. And then we had some Middle Eastern stuff about that. Um, let me see exactly so I can quote it to you guys, right? Um, I have it saved. Let's see, I believe it is Iraq. Oh, Iran. It says, and this is off of Disclose TV, if you guys want to look it up. It says, Iran vows to build nuclear warheads if provoked and warn that it could turn New York City into quote-unquote hellish ruins. So, and now we're seeing the nuclear standoff become even Middle Eastern impact. Uh, I, I always thought when they said... A nuclear standoff with us being safe, no nukes actually hurting anyone, or something to that extent. Um, I always thought that that would be like us and North Korea having an issue, or us and China or Russia having an issue between two countries. But it seems like they're kind of putting more places on alert than what I had anticipated, which is fine because I understand it's a global operation. Now, you guys might think I'm a little crazy, but I actually get very excited when I see stuff like this because I can see how we're transitioning into the next phase of what is going on. Keep in mind, I've said, you know, we that September 12th could be a very important date. So we're about a month and a half out from there. And if, um, if Russia gave Ukraine about three weeks... Whatever perspective country is written in this movie to be the quote-unquote nuclear standoff, say these are our little three weeks of um, downtime or our three weeks of preparation, okay? So today we're at August 1st, so that three weeks would be August 21st. That is about two or three weeks away from that date. So... If something would happen, war would set in, whatever, it um it would be a very progressive setup. That's just that's the way my brain works. So on with that, um we had Pelosi saying that she was gonna visit several places, um se- well I'm sorry, several in Indo Pacific countries. There was like three of them and um Taiwan may or may not have been the fourth, and I am not surprised that she decided that she's going anyways, right? So, Trump warned us about coronavirus. Trump warned us about Ukraine. Trump warned us about Taiwan and China, and if so many things come to pass, why would we not think that this is coming to pass, you know? So we're seeing this develop right before our eyes. Um, Pelosi is supposed to be there tomorrow. I'm really not sure what that calculates into on our time. But I think that um, this was quite predictable, um, being that she tends to be fully deep state. And deep state wants a world war. 
and China's been looking for any reason to invade Taiwan. Um, now, I believe that this Taiwan thing goes deeper. So, when we heard about Ukraine, a lot of us were like, oh, Ukraine's a little poor country, what does it matter? Like, you know, we don't, how does it affect our daily lives? I guess is, it does, it does matter, but how does it affect our daily lives? And that's when we got to learn about the bio labs there and the um, closed banking system and the properties and businesses owned there from our politicians. This leads me to believe that Taiwan will either be exactly like that or worse. Now, be clear in understanding me when I say that the people of Taiwan, it doesn't make them bad people. Just like the people of Ukraine, ordinary citizens, like the people of America, ordinary citizens, versus what the government does, or their medical fields do, or their politicians do, their financial fields. It's two different things. I believe that most people actually have a good heart. They want safety. They want peace of mind. They want love. They want understanding, compassion. This is not one of those times, though. We have got to clean out every remnant of the deep state. Now, we saw the colonial um, Spanish obelisk. Uh, It looked like it got struck by lightning of sorts. I personally think, hey, maybe it was a direct energy weapon. Um, The same with the Georgia Guidestones. And that was following the Ukraine crisis. There are 34 structures, which could be buildings, could be monuments, could be dams. 34 structures that are satanic that will be taken down. The Spanish obelisk, although it was hurt, it was not taken down, but the Georgia Godstones were. So, as this Taiwan thing progresses, um, you know, there's lots of possibilities that we could see more of these satanic things come down. For instance, we may see, because it's a China, you, uh, China-Taiwan conflict, we might actually see the whole Three Gorgeous Dams episode in China. You know, that's where our attention is already directed. So maybe that would be a good time if that is something that their missions truly are. Um, Speaking of Taiwan, though, the British Prime Minister says that he plans on visiting Taiwan as well. Now, routinely speaking... The U.S. and the U.K. have been quite intertwined. You know, obviously, this was um, our freedom here in the U.S. came from the British, came from the U.K. Um, So, I would expect nothing less than for history to repeat itself, being that the U.S. is firing things up Indo-Pacific-wise. The British may also... The Chinese, um, Xi Jinping, he does not want anyone to do business with Taiwan. He doesn't want anyone speaking with Taiwan. 
So that could be another fuel to the fire. Um, we're going to see how that goes down. But that is something to look for. Uh, meanwhile, Pelosi is there. Joe Biden, quote unquote, has a second case of COVID. And now he's just having lingering systems. I don't really know about y'all. I personally have never met someone that has had COVID, gotten better, and then had COVID right after. Right? He's been out of the element for like, what, two, three weeks now? And um, for those of you that follow Sherry Ray, y'all have probably seen this, but um, her military intel, I'm guessing, is what sent her this, said... Um, just heard Biden, the actor or double, has died. They have him on life support right now. So, maybe this is why we're seeing his COVID times two or prolonged. Um, because they don't have a double right now. They have to figure that out. The deep state is quite in a pickle and probably couldn't plan for this. Um... And I know some of you might find it far-fetched to believe in cloning centers, but they do exist. Uh, I think even the one in Canada has, like, a website, and they've been shut down. Most of them have been shut down by white hats. So that's not exactly a plan for the deep state right now. They can't just exactly, oh, let's manufacture another one, you know? So here's what I want you guys to look for. Um, in the next month, uh, it could be sooner, honestly. I want you guys to look for, um, power outages, um, or even like communications outages. Doesn't necessarily have to be in your country, but in other countries as well. I want you guys to look at what the UK, Taiwan visit, what impact that would have on this war. How quick does it escalate? And, you know, they threatened to shoot Pelosi's plane down. So will our, you know, warships and and our air carriers, will they be able to fight them off? You know, Um, our our politics are weak. Our economy is weak. Is our army strong? You know, that is the question right now. There have been a lot of compromised generals at the top that I believe some of them have been taken down, a.k.a. Milley, but not just him, others as well. Uh, I believe that most of every military wants to protect their citizens, but keep in mind, everything is infiltrated, so um, what is it going to look like when she leaves? Will she leave? Will she has have a rumble death from this? Um, will Biden recover? And if he does, I'm going to be looking. Are there key differences? Did that person who claims to be him, did they make it? Did they change him out? There was a, a person that per, had a, a Biden-like mask on this past week and uh, did some sort of a interview with the news channel. And it was beyond obvious that that was not even him because the voice, I, I don't even know if you could compare them, honestly. It, it was not his voice. It was not 
the the Joe Biden that we've had the last um, two, three years, it was not his voice either. So, um, I, hmm, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole rabbit hole. And I think everything's going to come to light, honestly. But let's um, keep on the lookout for these things. Let's stay prepared because in a turn of events where more people turn out deep state than maybe what the global military is prepared for, how will that affect the plan? Um, EBS could come sooner or later than what I currently predict, which I I really think it's October, but, you know, we'll see. Well, <laughs> as it gets closer, we'll see how much escalates. Um, but, yeah, let's keep our eyes and ears out. Let's be prepared. Let's be peaceful. Like, not just with other people interaction-wise, but, like, actually have peace, like, in your heart um, that everything's going to be okay because I really think it will. These things have to happen to wash out every remnants of the evil that has controlled our world for hundreds of years and for us to get to a better place. You know, Nassar Jassar is never going to roll out under Biden administration because that would just look crazy. He has ruined our economy. We cannot go gold-backed until we have Trump. He did implement and did strategize and did physically do everything that he could for Nassar Jassar while not in office. And I guarantee you he will get the glory for that when he's back in office. So I will update you guys tomorrow. I uh, hope you have a happy Monday. And as always, you can follow me on Truth Social at Brooke Petrie.